I work with people who want to achieve on purpose and it's their purpose and it's their reason for being on the planet. And, and I leave everybody to their own story about how this occurred. But I believe we all have a divine purpose. There's no accident that we're on the planet at this particular moment in time and that we're here to change the lives of our fellow human beings or maybe the animals or maybe the environment. It is something external to us. Do you get motivation, clarity, or inspiration from the Success Through Failure podcast? Then don't be so selfish. Share the motivation with your friends. Go to jimharshajr.com slash share, and there you'll find a simple page with just three buttons. One to share the podcast on Twitter, one for Facebook, and one for LinkedIn. Click any of the buttons, and you'll have the option to either share the pre-written tweet or message or rewrite your own. That's it. Super simple. It'll just take a few seconds unless you're selfish and you want to keep all of this awesome inspiration to yourself, go ahead and let your friends in on the secret. They'll thank you. And if nothing else, you'll have something cool to talk about the next time you get together. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash share. Do you want to turn your passion and purpose into making big impact and big money in your bank account? Then stay tuned because whether you want to make $10,000 or $100,000 a month, Today's guest is going to reveal how to do just that. He's known as the Conscious Millionaire Mentor, and he's a mindset and strategy coach. He's a speaker and activist. He's a number one international bestselling author. Uh, he hosts his own podcast called The Conscious Millionaire Show, which I've been on. It's heard by millions of listeners in 190 countries. JV Crum is on a mission to transform the lives of a million people and help them achieve financial freedom. And hopefully you are one of them. So give a listen to today's guest, JV Crum of the Conscious Millionaire Podcast. Well, let's do this. Let's let's dive right in. I talked in the bio that I just uh, gave to the listeners, to the audience about your book, Conscious Millionaire. What inspired you to write the book, Conscious Millionaire? Uh, that's a great question. You know, when I was 25 just about five years ago, I knew I was going to write a book. In fact, in 1985, I started foreseeing uh, the biggest thing I'd ever do in my life would be a nonprofit. And I have a nonprofit, Conscious World. I started seeing how I was going to die in a three-day process. And it's never changed. So I, I knew I was going to write a book, but I knew that in my case, I had to hit 50 because it needed to be a time that I had accumulated some wisdom so I, nothing wrong with somebody writing a book at 20. I just knew it wasn't the kind of book I wanted to write. So I felt really compelled to write a book about Conscious Millionaire because I made my first million at 25, the four-story home, the Mercedes, all of that, and very rapidly realized how empty I felt inside. You know, And I had the little boy dream of growing up and being rich because we were poor, and I didn't want to live like that. But I didn't want other people to go through this work of building a business, of creating financial success, and get there and have the same experience I had of, uh-oh, something's wrong. I wanted them to get there, not only get there and feel fulfilled, but feel fulfilled every day along the way, feel that their life was meaningful, that what they were doing mattered, that they were making a difference they were on the planet to make. And I felt compelled to write the book because I wanted to create a manual literally almost like a Bible 
of how do you build this conscious business where you're going to make a big difference, you're going to put money in the bank, and by golly, you're going to feel fulfilled along the way. I didn't want people to feel empty like I did. You hear that with millionaires as well. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, you hear that with Olympic athletes as well. Olympic gold medalists, they reach the top of the podium, they finally win their Olympic gold, and they go, this is it. I thought it would be more. I thought I would be happier. I thought I would have a more more sustained happiness. But there's that emptiness. So what is a conscious millionaire? Like, what does that mean? Well, it's really the combination of of coming from a deep sense of purpose. That's where I start. I don't care where anybody is. They can be eight figures. We're going to go talk about their purpose. I want them to get a new level of clarity because there's no final definition of your purpose. There's just infinite layers. So I want everybody to have the most recent crisp version of their purpose. And your purpose is always to make a difference for someone or something other than yourself. And then turn that purpose into the vision for your business. I work a lot with entrepreneurs. uh, And it could be the vision for your life. And then how are you going to achieve that vision? And the vision is always about making a difference out there. So a conscious millionaire is somebody who's driven to make this powerful, passionate difference that drives them and transforms others as the way that they attract people and make money and put money in the bank. It's always about making a difference to put money in the bank as opposed to the old, what I call the old model was you make some money and then sometime around 60, you give some of it away. No, you make the money in a way that is making a difference. And by the way, give some away along the way. Yeah, you see so many people chasing the dream, the the dream of of the house house or houses and the cars and the stuff. And and there's just uh, there's a, a lack of fulfillment, not only when they get there, but along the way, you see it so much. And, you know, I just see people that are they're aligning their goals based on you know, what society tells them that they should want or what's parked in their neighbor's driveway or what they see on social media. But you're saying, and this is a core of my coaching as well, is it's got to come from within you, something that's important and meaningful to you. And so what does that work look like? I mean, how do you work with people, JV, in terms of discovering their purpose and discovering their values and principles, that sort of thing? Yeah, Jim, that's a great question. You know, I'll tell you my My current version of my purpose, a year from now, it might have different refinements because we're always doing that. But my purpose is to awaken and empower people to do three things, live their best life possible, make their biggest difference possible, and achieve their greatest wealth possible, conscious millionaire. So my process is one of awakening and awakening someone to who they are how they can show up, the difference they're here to make, you know, the next level they can play at in every area of their life. An awakening to me comes down to something very simple that I practice every day through meditation, being present. So in many ways, I work with people and take them on deep journeys to understand themselves, to find out, well, what is blocking me? What's the story I'm telling myself? Or what's the perception I have of myself that's, well, by golly, it's not, not true. It's been holding me back. Or what is the perception I have of reality and this whole structure I've created about what's possible that, you know, that, oh, it takes 10 years to get to that kind of goal. Well, what if it took 10 days? How would you be acting? What would you be believing? I mean, those are the kind of questions I talk with people about, but it's really about being present. 
and allowing ourselves to simply what I call look in the Zen mirror and just see the truth of this moment without judgment and just go, oh, by golly, that is what I'm doing, isn't it? Right? I was looking at my story this last week as I'm looking at where I want to go in this year. And I realized I was telling myself a story that I had all the time in the world to accomplish some of these big goals. And I had to have a little come home to JV conversation and go, no, actually, you are going to die. And you don't have all the time in the world. And the sooner you get there, the more lives you'll impact and the bigger you'll be playing and the bigger the difference you'll be making on this planet. So the truth is, you don't even have a minute to waste. But when you start looking at your life in those terms, all of a sudden, the actions you're taking, the beliefs that you have start shifting. And you start, I, I give people this exercise at the beginning of a year to, to write out what you currently believe about the big goal you want to have. Then write out, well, what would I need to believe in order to accomplish that goal? And then what actions do I need to take to get to that goal? And all of a sudden, in, in an hour's time, you can completely reframe what's possible because I've, I've chosen three goals for myself this year. Um, there's a financial goal. There's a health goal. There's a relationship goal. And any one of them would be a big goal in and of itself. So I decided, well, this would just be a triple year. But it really helped me understand that I've been telling myself a story that I had all the time in the world to get there, when in fact I don't. And that changes the framing on, on how I behave. 100%. Yeah. It's, I feel like I find so many people are comfortable, like they're comfortable. They're, they're not uncomfortable enough to take action now, but you're asking these questions that make you unco uncomfortable enough to go, wait a second, I am going to die. This isn't finite. Like time, the clock is ticking. Time is running out. I better, I better get on it. I better get moving now. And when you when you do the work to elicit these feelings of of urgency and it, it shakes you out of that that complacency that mediocrity and drives you to do what I believe and what I think you believe is is your best work now and hard and fast and going for it as opposed to going ah maybe well maybe I could do it this way maybe I could do that well maybe you know what I'm busy today I, I I've been busy all day checking emails and uh, checking social media and they're not getting to their life's work. They're not getting to the meaningful work. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, well, absolutely. And I think you have to ask yourself how you want to play it. I'm going to give you an example from my own life. So as we're recording, it's the first quarter of the year. And I'm in the process of taking five programs that are anywhere from two to four days. Now, because of my podcast and the level of guests I have, I have a lot of people offer to give me things for free. And I'm not doing programs that people gave me for free. I insisted that every program I'm taking, I paid for. Because if I pay for it, I'm invested in it. But the reason I'm doing all these programs myself, and I'm the guy who's teaching programs, and I'm the guy with this you know, Conscious Millionaire show, uh, is that I want to take myself to the next level. And so I'm telling you, whether it's Jim or it's me or it's someone else, invest in yourself because until you put the checkbook on the line, you're actually not invested. That's what I found that for myself and I found it for other people because I have given people uh, things for free and it doesn't work because they're not invested. And it's the same thing I give to somebody else for a lot of money, you know, but I just go, okay, occasionally I'm just going to give this to somebody for free. 
And it sounded like a great idea, but I'm finding that the investment level is not the same. That the, that whatever- it never works, does it? No, it doesn't actually work. And it doesn't work for me either. I have to invest for me to be invested. And then I'm going to transform because I'm actually going to go do the work. Simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. Well, doing the, doing the work is not easy, but you know, it really starts with, are you willing to, to have another year that was like last year? Just ask yourself that. And if you are, then uh, as I tell people, we don't really have a lot to talk about and that's fine. But if you really want to transform and play a whole lot bigger, let's get down to what that means to you. And then let's talk about, are you, are you ready to do the work? Because I don't care how much you're willing to pay me. I won't take a client who isn't ready to do the work and committed to it because I can't use my time on that client when I can help somebody who's going to go change the world. That's right. So you're a mindset and a strategy coach, right? Not just one. I mean, you're, you're both. Why, I mean, why do you feel both are necessary to win? Because you, you need both sides, right? Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, and I just feel fortunate. It's just naturally how I'm set up, right? Is most great coaches are either the mindset internal piece or they're the external strategy, business model, actions to take, uh, and they work on the external piece. What I found is I always start everybody on the inside. I go, tell me what you want to achieve, which is always an external one usually. And I go, okay, so let's go back to purpose. Because what I found is that for people to achieve at their highest level, where they're also happy and fulfilled and doing something meaningful. So I want to add that. Can you achieve and make billions and not be doing your purpose? Yep. We have examples of that. But I don't work with those people. I work with people who want to achieve on purpose and it's their purpose and it's their reason for being on the planet. And and I leave everybody to their own story about how this occurred. But I believe we all have a divine purpose. That there's no accident that we're on the planet at this particular moment in time and that we're here to change the lives of our fellow human beings or maybe the animals or maybe the environment. It is something external to us. And we get clarity about that and how that fits into their vision. And then to me, the core word is alignment that this conscious millionaire kind of success that I talk about is really about being aligned with who you are and your purpose and your values and showing up every day in that truth of who you are in that authentic place of this is who I am. This is why I'm on the planet. And by the way, there is no better way than to have that kind of laser focus to know, oh, was this the side, you know, dazzle piece that I should go after or is that's just something for somebody else because it helps you make very clear decisions. This is an action I want to take. And this action is actually not worth my time because it's not part of my path. How do you handle it when you work with clients who they get that spark, right? They get fired up. They get that clarity. They get that, you know, the, the plan that they need and then they fall off, right? They're on it for, you know, a day, a week, a month, whatever it is. And then they drift back to autopilot. They drift back to default. How do you help that person? Yeah, that, that's a fantastic question. Uh, and I help them by providing the level of structure, not that, that I'm going to um, be in charge of, but they're going to be in charge of. And what we do is we develop a structure that works for them. And, and I have 
some pre-planned structures that help people be really laser focused. And the reason for that is, is a lot of my work can under, be understood within this context of millionaire inner zone. And the millionaire inner zone is this state in which you're in a flow internally where you're attracting and being attracted to the right people, clients, resources, and synchronicity starts showing up. And I want to define synchronicity simply as it's the coming together of two people or a piece of information that's uniquely relevant to you and you get it. It may not be relevant to anybody else, you know, and it helps guide you, but it also brings you into connection with information or people that that will help you move forward faster. And the whole process of being in that millionaire zone is a process that starts off with being present. But it also involves the word surrender. So I want to uh, just mention control because, you know, we talk about we want to be in control of our life. We want to be in control of our future. And I think that's great. Uh, but I want to give you two levels of control. There's what I call lower control, where we go, I'm going to decide on my goal and I'm going to decide on the steps and I'm going to take them in this order. I think that's wonderful. But then there's higher level control. And the paradox of it is that the greatest control you can have in your life is to surrender into trusting perfect timing and allowing things to unfold. And as I go, I'm a big strategic planner. It's part of who I am. Create the 90-day strategic plan because I like my clients to work in 90-day increments because I find they just accomplish a lot more. And be open that you may have a conversation with someone or you may have an introduction to someone and all of a sudden there's a better answer to how to get to that 90-day goal and you can do it in a day. You don't need 90 days. So always be open to that synchronicity coming along so rather than being attached, you're open to let go. And so it's, it's allowing for both to co-occur, but the highest level of control, paradoxically, is when you've let go of all control. Yeah. Quick interruption. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to get the notes, quotes, and links in the action plan from this episode. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. That's jimharshawjr.com slash action to get your free copy of the action plan. Now back to the show. What would you say, JV, for, for the folks that you work with? Let's, let's use entrepreneurs as an example. There's a lot of entrepreneurs listening. A lot of folks who are listening who maybe want to be an entrepreneur and they want to hit that $10,000 a month mark, right? That's kind of that, that critical number that, you know, kind of that, that first critical number that most people want to hit. What's the number one reason why most people fail? Most entrepreneurs fail. Yeah. It's actually very simple because I have worked with so many entrepreneurs that I've been able to watch the pattern and go, what's the pattern? From an NLP standpoint, I'm always looking for patterns. What's the, what's the order that people do things in? And this pattern shows up in the majority of people, which is, by the way, 90% of the people who um, create a business never get to 10000 a month. That's 90%. It's only 10% who get to 10,000 a month. And here's the one critical difference. And in fact, it's the same critical difference about someone getting to 100,000 a month or even a million a month. 
We're just talking about adding some scaling and some definition of your business and, and your organization within that. But it's simply this. Mm-hmm. The people who don't get to 10,000 a month are attempting to do 10 things at once. They may have three or four different markets. And I go, no, this isn't possible. They may have three or four different problems they're solving. They may have three or four different solutions. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have more than one product for the same solution. You might provide a group program and a private coaching program if you're a coach. But they're attempting to do multiple things, thinking that that's the answer. And the people who get to 10,000 and get there very quickly, sometimes six, 12 months after they started a business, uh, are laser focused on three things. They're laser focused on one market. They're laser focused on one top problem that market has, and they're laser focused on providing a very crisp, specific solution to that problem. And that will get you to 10,000 very quickly. The other route, you'll never get there. It's hard because there's so many shiny objects. People see so many opportunities and they and they, they want to divide their time. But that, you know, that goes back to purpose. That if you go, right, if this is why I'm on the planet, this is the difference I'm here to make. How does that relate to the market, the problem, and the solution that you're providing? And that helps you stay on focus. Go, oh, well, if I'm wandering over here, as I go, that's a great opportunity. If it's not on your path, it's just for somebody else, not you. You've got to stay laser focused. You cannot get there rapidly any other way. Clarity of purpose. So important. Clarity of purpose, but also clarity of one goal, not 10. Mm. Right. Agreed. So what um, you mentioned NLP, what is NLP for the listener who who hasn't heard of that before? Well, it's actually created by Bandler, although one of the people who's made it most popular because he's become known as the motivational guy, and he is, is Tony Robbins. But NLP is neurolinguistic programming. And, and in simple terms, it's looking at the sequence of your sensory experience, primarily visual, auditory, kinesthetic. And what order do they occur in? And then you go down a level and you have submodalities like visual. Is it bright or is it dim? Is it Uh, bold colors or is it pastels? Is it moving or or is it not moving? Is it panorama or is it framed? Um, So those are some of the visual uh, subnormalities just to kind of give you an example. But it's basically looking at the sequence in which you process information and therefore the sequence in which you do information. Like, okay, first I do this, then I do this, then I do that. And then by changing that sequence, you change the outcomes and you can change the outcomes very dramatically. Sometimes it's just taking out one step or, and replacing it with something else. And all of a sudden you're three times more successful. So it's always looking at patterns of sensory experiences. And there's a lot out there for the listener. If you want to learn more about NLP, uh, we're just obviously scratching the surface and just defining it here, but there's, there's a lot out there on NLP and it's, it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating. So I encourage everybody to, to, to check into it. JV, can you tell us about yourself now? I want to hear about a time when you struggled, a time when you failed and have had to overcome it, had to deal with the the self-doubt and the hopelessness that can come from failure and how you were able to move through it and what you learned from it. Well, you know, the great thing about that question, Jim, is that I have to choose between uh, when I had some of my greatest failures. And I'll say right off what 
many people say, I'm also going to say, and you keep hearing the same thing sometimes because it's just absolutely true. It doesn't matter the source that the greatest lessons, the greatest transformations I've had in my life, the majority of them came from failure. Because when I'm successful, like all human beings, we just go, okay, I'm successful. That's great. Right? But there's no pain. And the truth is, there there's very few things that will motivate you more than pain, especially pain you really don't like. Right? It's not just kind of painful, but it's really painful. So, you know, I'll go back um, through the turn of the century, the, the bull market that was happening then, and I was trading. And, and I was doing well, like, you know, like I had a day, I made $100,000. And I said, I got the market correct, correctly. Uh, but I wasn't paying attention to risk. So I was over trading options and not setting my stop losses where they should have been. And in simple terms, that's how I lost two thirds of a million dollars in cash. That was painful. Wow. It was painful because that was yeah. the cash that I had on hand at that particular moment in time. You know, as I go, thank God I own real estate that went up like crazy. But that was a painful experience. So, you know, I became uh, the guy that my, my slogan for a little while with friends was, well, there's no shame in being a broke millionaire. Uh, so I had to put myself on a budget <laughs> for a couple of years and had to figure out, okay, how am I going to get out of this mess uh, that I created while, while still having a nice balance sheet, but not having the cash flow I needed. Now, if you've never been in that situation, you go like, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Yes, actually it is because you still have that money that you've got to pay for, you know, the car, food and stuff like that. And that was a painful learning. And I really have paid so much attention to risk ever since. How much risk am I taking on in a client, in a product that I'm creating, um, in a joint venture that I may be involved in, and in anything that I'm doing, I really pay attention to risk at a very high level. And, and I literally bet that in the time since then, I've saved myself from losing millions of dollars because I was so hyper alert on risk. That is, uh, that's absolutely a, a, that's a bad day losing two thirds of a million dollars. Yes. It wasn't not, not a happy moment for me. <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy, you've, you know, obviously created a lot of success since then. Are there any habits that you've done consistently that you would most credit for your success? Anything that you do, maybe it's daily, maybe it's weekly, maybe it's monthly, anything that you do that you feel like really has driven your success? Any habits? Yeah, this, you know, I have seven habits in my book. And for me, the first habit is being conscious. And, and I'll tell you exactly what I mean by that habit. It's being aware of what I want to accomplish and why I want to choose that. When I'm working with my clients, I do the same thing I do with myself. In fact, most of my material either comes out of something I experienced or something I've experienced by coaching my clients. You know, the material is, is all comes out of those experiences. And so being laser clear, I have every client. In fact, I create a custom empowerment based on NLP, empowerment audios for them, giving them all these embedded commands. And so for every private client I have, 
They have one and only one financial goal for the 90 days. They have one and typically only one project that they're going to do that will help them get to that. And then I have them do one personal goal because what I've discovered is that both with myself and other people, people that I work with as clients, as we improve ourselves, we also show up differently as, in my case, as entrepreneurs or coaches or business people, that it's, it's not just about let's find a holistic approach to life. It goes far beyond that because anything I positively improve in myself and anything you positively improve in yourself positively improves everything else. They're all interrelated. So there needs to be, you know, like I have a client right now and, and, and what he wants for this quarter is to bond with his 13-year-old son better, right? Because his 13-year-old son's in the place where everything dad does was wrong because he's, he's off in Facebook world or whatever. Uh, it can be weight loss. It could be a relationship. So, oh, this is the, this is the quarter I want to have a deeper love relationship with my partner. That changes how you're successful in every area. So the habit I have is limiting what I'm accomplishing. And this quarter, my project is I'm studying copywriting. That's what I'm studying. Four days a week. Tonight, I'll be reading a copywriting book that I'm studying. Because I determined that the fastest short and long-term way for me to develop a skill that was going to help me get to where I wanted to go financially and in terms of the impact I make was for me to understand how to write good copy because that's your emails, that's your Facebook ad, that's your headlines, you know, that's your blog posts. It's, it's on my podcast. It's how I even title a show or, you know, how I interview somebody. So I said, for me, that's going to be the project that makes the biggest difference. Now, I want to point out, since I gave you an example from me, I happen to have chosen something that I'm very excited to get good at and I'm already kind of naturally good at. You know, like with my landing pages, I never get less than 50% conversion on any landing page I create with my headline. So there's like, I, I find sales or copywriting it, kind of writing very exciting. So I'm very compelled to get better at it. I'm not just choosing something like, oh my God, I have to get good at copywriting. That sounds horrible. I'll study it for a whole Quarter. Right, because no. somebody else told you that you should yeah, or because right. it was, you know, what your parents wanted or something like that. It's something what you wanted. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you, and copywriting sounds like, you know, to be blunt, going to hell and back, don't study copywriting. Choose, choose a project that you're excited about, but that's going to move the needle forward. So for the listener who is bought in and, and they love everything that you're saying here, JV, what's an action item? What's something that they can do, let's say in the next 24 to 48 hours, something that they can do to, to make more money or, or make a bigger difference or, you know, just that first action step or first couple of action steps? Well, you know, I think all too often entrepreneurs, coaches, you may be in business, uh, they actually, strangely enough, don't get focused enough on the money. And I go, you can't make an impact because I'm all about impact. That's the conscious part without making money. You're in business to make money. And by the way, if you're trying to sell something and nobody's buying it, guess how much impact you're making? Like maybe you have the wrong headline or the wrong title or, you've, or you're selling the wrong benefits. Like that's not really what they want. So I would say right now, get clear where you want to be 30 days from now. What is a financial outcome 
that is different from what you're producing right now today. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can be an entrepreneur, you can be an employee, you can have any kind of profession, but choose some kind of financial outcome. And you can even narrow it more by saying, I want to increase the revenue part or I want to decrease the expense part. And some people are better at one or the other. And, and decrease the expense may be, I want to have X amount of money in my savings account that I don't have today. How am I going to do that? Or I want to go out and, and I want to make more sales than I'm making today. It just depends on your situation. But every person listening to this, no matter what your situation is, even if right now you're unemployed, you're going through a difficult time, ask yourself, what is a financial outcome that I want to achieve? Because that puts you back in control of saying there's something I can do differently than I'm doing right now that'll get me to this new outcome. And for my clients who are listening, you heard JV said 30 days. This is an action item. Make this, and we call this a micro goal. And, and you know exactly what that is. And for my longtime listeners, you've probably heard me talking about those as well. So that's a, a great practical, tactical action item that, that everybody and anybody can do who's listening. So thank you. JV, I appreciate you making time to come on the show. You have a special gift, money-making gift for each of our listeners. Can you tell us what that is and where they can find it? Yep, absolutely. So we talked just briefly about NLP. So I have nine years of training and certification in NLP and Ericksonian hypnosis. So I create these uh, hypnotic empowerment audios. Now I create a custom one for every VIP coaching client I have. But uh, last year I created six of them and I want to give you one. It's six minutes long. I'm going to ask you to listen to it in the morning and in the evening. Yes, for 30 days. And I'm also going to ask you to do one more thing because I want you to get transformation. And I know from experience, if you will do this, you will transform yourself. Because remember, I just asked you to have a different financial outcome. Well, wouldn't it be good if the inside of you believed that were possible? So that I want you to journal for five minutes a day, just five minutes a day on why you were born to make millions. And yes, that's the title of this audio. It's called Born to Make Millions. I believe unequivocally every person on this planet was born to make millions. The question is, are you going to wake up and do it? Because I know you can do it. I grew up super poor. I didn't even know where all the food was coming from. And at five, I said, I'm going to be a millionaire. And guess what? At 25, I had the four-story home, the Mercedes, the house on the water. I had, I had all of that only because I just decided I wasn't going to put up with not having it. I want you to not put up with it either because you deserve better, and I know that you do. Here's how you can get it. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash make millions. That's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash make millions, and that'll take you where you can download it, listen to it in the morning, in the afternoon, and do that for 30 days and journal five minutes a day on why you were born to make millions. You can just start every sentence. I was born to make millions. And right now you might go, oh, JV, I, I don't even believe I was born to make millions. Don't worry about that. By the time you journal each sentence, I was born to make millions because answers going to start showing up for you. Answers will start showing up and all of a sudden you'll see yourself and your possibility differently because you were born to make millions. You heard it, folks. 
That link is going to be in the action plan as well. You guys have a free opportunity to get some of what JV offers his clients. And again, that's consciousmillionaire.com slash make millions. And that'll be in the action plan. You can go to jimharshowjr.com slash action. If you're already subscribed to my email list, you're going to get this in your inbox. You know that. So keep an eye out for that. JV, thank you so much for making time to come on the show. Well, I appreciate you asking me uh, to be a guest. And, and I just want to say, if you showed up to Jim's show, first of all, I know you want to make a big change in your life because why else would you be listening? You don't want to just stay complacent. You want to go someplace you haven't been. Jim, I just want to thank you for all the good that you're doing in the world and all the change you're creating in other people's lives. And I want to thank you for showing up to listen to Jim's show. And I'm really grateful to be a guest here. Thank you, JB. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app if you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.